From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Creator of the stars of night. On the Salisbury Plain in Southern England in the seventh century, the night was filled with stars and galaxies. An anonymous composer wrote the hymn, Creator of the stars of night. It is an ancient, haunting, evocative melody that expresses hope, longing, and desire. It is the church advent hymn where we hope for the paraclete to join heaven and earth in one, in Jesus. Together, let us pray, Jesus, come to us to fulfill our hopes. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution of Francis Colton from Anticoquan, Ontario. The Mass is offered in, mem in loving memory of her grandson, Jess Haney, the first anniversary of whose death is on December the 1st, and for her deceased husband, Richard, and deceased children, Michelle, Vernon, Vaughn, and Susan. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today is the feast of St. Andrew, Apostle. Let us now acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, and earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. We humbly implore your majesty, O Lord, that just as the blessed apostle Andrew was for your church, a preacher and pastor, so he may be for us a constant intercessor before you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. 
If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all have obeyed the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have, for their voice has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. The word of the Lord. grows out to through all the earth their message goes out through all the earth the heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament proclaims his handiwork Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. Their message goes out through all the earth. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. Their message goes out through all the earth. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Come follow me, says the Lord, and I will make you fishers of my people.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As Jesus went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in their boats with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In addressing recent converts to Christianity, the Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, declares, You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Various New Testament writers describe the church as a family, and people of God, the body of Christ, and the temple of the Holy Spirit. These are only a few of the many images that we find in the New Testament, all of which, in different ways, underline the social nature of Christianity. In today's reading from the letter to the Romans, Paul emphasizes the importance of the individual person's act of faith, if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, he says, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Explicit faith like that in Jesus, however, is only possible if we have heard something about him and his life and about what God has done for us through him. It is for this reason, Paul insists, that faith is inseparable from the word, whether it be spoken, preached, or communicated in some other way. If, Paul adds, people are to bring the message of Christ to their contemporaries, someone has to call them and trust the message to them, commission them to communicate it to others. To call the church apostolic, as the Nicene Creed does, is to say that it is rooted in and committed to the teaching and witness of the apostles. The word apostle in its original Greek form means someone who is sent. Christians apply it in a unique way to the group of 12 whom Jesus associated with himself in the course of his ministry and whom at Easter he solemnly commissioned to go forth, proclaim the good news of salvation to people everywhere. The Acts of the Apostles recounts how they set about doing this and how through their preaching, and especially through the preaching of Peter and Paul, new members were added to, members were added to the church, the community of faith. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. As we do, we can't help but think of the church, of its centrality to Christian faith, 
and of the challenges facing it in our day. The focus of the Second Vatican Council was very much on the Church, on its nature and mission, and on its relation to those outside of itself, to other Christians, Jews, Muslims, adherents of the other major religious traditions of humanity, and to the secular world and the challenges facing it. This is a difficult time, especially in Western culture, for the Church and for religious people of whatever tradition. Our culture in both its more sophisticated and more popular forms has become increasingly secular. One has the impression that many have adjusted to an experience of life in which questions of God and Christ, of sin and forgiveness, of life beyond this life and the mystery of God have lost their meaning. Many seem to be getting along by simply disregarding such questions, or at least by pushing them to the edge of their consciousness. In addition to the challenge of secularism to our faith, we have to add our own failures, especially those of priests and of others working in some official capacity for the Church, who have committed crimes against and done untold damage to innocent people by their sexual and psychological abuse of them. Such actions make it all but impossible for some to believe in the rich spiritual reality to which the biblical images of the Church point. In speaking of the gift that is ours in Christ, Paul declares that we have this treasure in earthen vessels, a phrase I have had no difficulty in relating to myself, conscious as I am, conscious as I've always been of my own failings in regard to faith and prayer on the one hand and love and compassion on the other. The earthen vessel is our humanity with its many weaknesses, including its inevitable tendency to selfishness and self-centeredness. Recognizing those things in myself, I can understand why Pope Francis can be so vehement when he warns the clergy against the evil and destructiveness of clericalism. Even before we were confronted with the COVID-19 pandemic, many in our culture suffered from a sense of isolation and loneliness. Some of the elderly experienced abandonment at the hands of their adult children. Young people who were measuring themselves negatively against the image others were projecting of their success and popularity felt inadequate and perhaps even cheated by life. The closing of the churches during part of the pandemic was a real hardship for large numbers of people. Although they could participate in mass or other religious services by television and other forms of electronic media, the lack of human closeness and warmth of a smile, a handshake, and a hug made it difficult to endure. The feasts of the various apostles in the course of the liturgical year remind us of the source of our faith 
Remind us of our source of our faith and our hope and of the life which, because of them, we are called and able to live. The apostles are connecting links between the life of Jesus and the life of the church. They direct us not to themselves, but to the one who called them and commissioned them to proclaim the good news of salvation. There's nothing more deeply human than a genuinely religious person. To be religious is to have some sense of the mystery, the holy mystery, that surrounds, grounds, and permeates our lives and that draws us out from and gives us a capacity for empathy and compassion, a capacity that we did not know that we had. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all of us that are sharing in this Eucharist will deepen our sense of forming together the family and the people of God. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those listed in the Daily TV Mass Book of Remembrance and for all who have died and have no one to pray for them, we ask you, all heavenly, our Heavenly Father, to grant them eternal life and to let perpetual light shine upon them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Be with doctors, nurses, researchers, and all medical professions who seek to heal and help those affected by the coronavirus and who put themselves at risk in the process. May they know your protection and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For people who struggle to find adequate food for their families, for those who can help them in their need, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. By the mingling of this water and wine become partakers of his divinity, we became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God. Gracious God, we ask you to wash me from my sin and me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands, with praise and glory of his name, for our good and good all of the church. Grant us, Almighty God, that through these offerings which we bring on the feast day of St. Andrew, we may please you by what we have brought and be given life by what you have accepted. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For you have built your church to, to stand firm on apostolic foundations, to be a lasting sign of your holiness on earth, and offer all humanity your heavenly teaching. Therefore, now and for ages unending, with all the hosts of angels, we sing to you with all our hearts, crying out as we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant will be shared, shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the resurrection you have set us free therefore as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection we offer you lord the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of christ we may be gathered into one by the holy spirit Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope, of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, Lord Jesus Christ, to shed your apostles' peace, I leave you my peace, I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. May communion in your sacraments strengthen us, O Lord, so that by the example of the blessed apostle Mandrew, we who carry in our body the death of Christ may merit to live with him in glory, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. If you'd like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details.